Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hello, darling. How are you today? Hey, Ashley. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good, girl. Just soaking up the last bits of this Ohio trip. We even got a chance to have a proper sit down over brunch. We sure did. It was a wonderful time. It was. We were just missing mimosas, but it's okay. I don't have to drink every brunch, I guess. (laughs) I suppose. But no, it was a good time. They did have great mugs. Guys, if you guys don't know me and Delora are mug people. Okay. So if y'all ever want to send us a gift, <laughs> mugs are a very good way to go. Eventually when we have merch, we definitely going to have a mug. Okay. First item. First <laughs> item before t-shirts. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, welcome back. It is our Thursday episode, which as usual is our quick headlines and hot topics getting into what's going on in these pop culture streets our first item up today delora is news that just dropped but it kind of piggybacks on what we were already talking about last week which is these changes that these different networks and streamers are making and girl it was announced this week that mtv news is being shut down as Paramount Media Network slash their workforce. I am looking at an article from CNN. They are going to shutter MTV News and reduce their workforce by 25%, bringing an end to the iconic music video network's news division that, as we know, because this was during our era, once covered a range of issues from pop culture to politics and became a household name. Mm-hmm. I've seen responses from VJs that we were familiar with back in the day, everybody from Carson Daly to Ananda Lewis, yep. um, just, you know, expressing their sadness and how much, obviously, this had an impact on the culture. Lala, Mrs. Lachey, Girl. all iconic VJs. Bill Bellamy, <laughs> I see on the list yes. from people, Adrian Bailon, yes. can't forget Hillary Burton, even Polly Shore back in the day. And yes. infamously, Sway Calloway, because of that Absolutely. interview with Kanye lives in infamy to this day. <laughs> you know what I'm How saying? Sway? How? <laughs> you know, the first thing I thought about when I saw this in terms of MTV news' significance for me was they were the first place that I got news of Aaliyah's passing when Aaliyah passed away. Because at the time, I think I had gotten a phone call from somebody and MTV News is the first place I went, like major outlet to confirm it. But I mean, we've had MTV News with us growing up in the 90s. And it was an iconic era of, you know, TRL and all those various like MTV engines that we were used to. So MTV News is kind of like the last of that that I can think of that's like, oh, dang, the nostalgia of it all. What did you think when you heard about it? 
an end to an era. This was actually not surprising considering how Cable's having a very hard time staying relevant. And I don't remember the last time I watched MTV for anything. Okay. When it was my number one channel as soon as I got old enough to be too old for Disney Channel. You know what I mean? <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, it was such a staple in our lives. The news that I remember hearing about this particular dismantle is when Mariah Carey was hospitalized. After that, that meltdown was, on TRL? Yep. Um, that stuck out to me. And then they covered... 9-11 and so many critical moments in our history so it's sad to see them go but a lot of there's a lot of shake up going on in the in the cable space and streaming because I think they're trying to figure out what to do right yeah <laughs> and just news in general really I mean MTV yeah. News has been around for 36 years guys 36 years and this is coming on the heels of BuzzFeed announcing it was getting rid of its news yes. division and Vice yes. Media canceling Vice News Tonight. I'm reading this again via CNN. So it's a shake. It's been a shakeup for sure across the media landscape. But with the economy as it is, we've seen this with tech, with media, with a lot of various types of um, industries. But obviously, these are the ones that make some of the headlines because it affects the things that we, again, grew up with. Nostalgia are big name vehicles in certain ways. Yes. So MTV News, RIP, baby. All right, Delora, let's move on to our next quick headline. Robert De Niro is a father, again, at the sweet age of 79. He has welcomed his seventh child. This was announced again this week as he's promoting his new film aptly named About My Father. Again, this is a CNN article that I'm reading. He said that he relishes being a father and believes in being loving with his kids and that he has to be stern about stuff at times. His 11-year-old daughter, he says right now, he adores but gives him grief and that now this youngest that'll be more to come. So seems like he's excited about it. Seven kids spanning over quite a few years should be interesting for him. What'd you think about this when you heard that he was a pop again at 79? Congrats, sir. I wouldn't want that for my life, but <laughs> he is out here living his best apparently. And wow. Yeah, wow. Man. I was just wow. talking to a girlfriend about her not not wanting to start over in our 30s, let alone starting over with a new baby in your late 70s, right? God bless you. Hope you still got the stamina to do a little two-step through the yard or whatever it is that you may need to do with the new baby. But congratulations. Always a beautiful thing to have new additions to your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. A life is such a blessing and more power to his family. You know, it's so funny. I used to be so confused when I was younger, when you find out that like 
the nieces and nephews were older than the aunties and uncles, like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I was like, oh, that could never happen. What are you talking about? Because that wasn't my family's life, but this yeah. happens all the time. Oh, and, yeah. And, and it's like, oh, so grandma was still getting it in. Grandpa was still getting <laughs> having these children. So. Yeah. If grandma I was think- still having babies at 79. Oh, Lord Jesus. Ooh. God bless her. That means that his oldest, what, 51 years old? Baby sister? Wow. Yeah. God bless you, Robert. God bless you. All right. Let's move on to our next quick headline. This is one that I told you last week I had to bring up because it just hurt me on a deep level. Brian McKnight. Child. Guys, I know y'all didn't heard about this ish. Brian McKnight is out here not claiming his black children. I'm just going to put it to y'all just like this. <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> In case y'all. <laughs> In case y'all were not aware, let me break it down a little bit based off of this Essence article that I am reading. First of all, he has responded by saying him abandoning his kids is a false narrative. Okay. He has broken his silence essentially because he was trending online and being called out for not acknowledging his four biological children that he has from previous relationships while acknowledging and, um, you know, being so boastful about his stepchildren. He responded to the backlash with an Instagram post with dated pictures of his kids saying, not sure how these posts have been sitting here this whole time. We're left out of the false narrative that is trending. Abandonment, question mark. There's always more to every story. Stay tuned. Delora, as you and I know, He has been called out by his biological children for essentially being a deadbeat. He even had a a situation, legal situation with his daughter. Uh, She was claiming defamation for a story that he told about her that involved incest. And basically, when things have come out in the past, this isn't the first time. Back in 2019, there was always also, you know, discussion about him abandoning his kids. And he has said that the distance between him and them is on them. He accused them of being entitled and ungrateful. Like I said, this story hurt me because I didn't hear anything about this during previous times that this has come up. And no. Brian McKnight has a voice that I have always considered to be one of my favorites of male R&B singers. Ugh, Delora, what are your thoughts about this Brian McKnight situation? I feel like it's coming up now because he decided to name his latest child Brian. <laughs> yes. And people were like, how are you going to name? You already got yeah. a Brian McKnight Jr. How are you going to name this new one? A Brian Jr. and a Brianna, right? So yes, the older children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it doesn't help when you see who the baby mama is and knowing his previous relationships having black children you know Ashley it's just one of those things where you realize just because you can make a wonderful song doesn't mean you're going to be a wonderful person I that think part he has actually been lucky if he has been this trash all this time and we're just <laughs> now finding out well that's on us Ashley <laughs> I guess we can thank the internets for exposing the trashness of some of our faves <laughs> It's so funny. Some um, I saw this on Roland Martin's Twitter. He gave the example of 
George Foreman, naming all his kids George and Georgina and Georgette. So he put that in the same vein. And I'm like, is this you still trying to do the bro code, trying to cover cover just a little bit? Um, but yeah, I get that logic to an extent, but the way that he act like he ain't never had no kids before, yes, does rub me the wrong way. It's actually in the same vein as I hate that I'm bringing up a Kardashian, but like when Chloe and Lamar were together and they were quote unquote actively trying to have a baby when she actively was not because of so many reasons, we find that out later. But I'm like, you do know he has like two children from a previous relationship. At the beginning, I didn't know what she knew. She knew this man for 30 days or something before she decided to marry him. I didn't know if they even exchanged middle names at that point just yet. You know what I'm saying? Yo, what year are you born? Um, you know, seriously. Touche, Ashley. Some people don't divulge those details at least a couple months into knowing each other. So who knows? Delora, the the thing that got, got me is that Brian has consistently said this narrative of, oh, it's not abandonment. This isn't that. Sir, even in your Instagram bio, you don't list these kids, even though you list your stepchildren and your kid with your current wife you don't even wow that's so shady yes what type whose biological parent even includes that in there and then just leaves out their older two children that Crazy. in and of itself would be enough for me let alone you posting this message about your stepdaughter as if you've never had a daughter before you're the daughter i've always wanted all of this this and that and then that additional interview that surfaced where he basically said all the hits that he wrote, like back at one, y'all know, oh, the hits, baby, meant yeah. nothing because he ain't like nobody till he met his current wife. I just, I don't know how, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. I guess this is why I have to develop attachments to the music just for myself and my own life and not love the artists themselves. Because Brian... I, when I tell you I have loved deep cut Brian McKnight songs, I've loved albums going back to, I mean, even like my kind of girl with him and Justin Timberlake, I still be oh, singing yeah. to this day. I forgot about that one. Girl, yeah. it, it shoulda, coulda, woulda. I mean, there's a, listen, there's too many that I love from Brian McKnight. And so this is not the same for me as I've said about some other artists where I just wipe them off my list of I'm not even going to listen to your songs. But it definitely damages the the images and the thoughts I have when I listen to these records moving forward. And that bothers me. I'm with Van where I'm like, some things I just wish I didn't know. Damn it, Brian. Girl. Got to add you to the list of trash bags. All right, Delora, let's move on. So we talked about the fact that Miss Simone Biles had her first nuptials with her hubby. And that they were planning on a second, and I kept calling it the real wedding, and I apologize because getting married <laughs> at the courthouse is a real wedding. This is it just is. the second wedding, the destination, and they went all out to Cabo San Lucas. Yes, ma'am. 140 guests, four dresses that Simone wore, looked beautiful. Those custom forces were everything. Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't even mess with forces like that anymore because the white women who rock them dirty have destroyed them for me. 
Give me two purse. Did you have a favorite of her four dresses that you saw? Because I have people up right now and they have the four. So I think I have a favorite. The ceremony dress was everything. The one she walked down the alley in. Yes. Then the short flirty one for the reception. Those are my favorite two. My favorite is this lace. Whatever this lace dress is, but it's like all lace. And he has her bent back. Oh, I'm assuming that was like the reception dress, maybe. I think that's my fave. That's gorgeous. All of her dresses were fantastic because this woman is 4'11 on a good day. And (laughs) she, those dresses fit her to perfection. It really, you know, elongate her frame and, oh, so beautiful and they're so cute together I'm they just, are oh, adorable congratulations yet again to Simone and her hubby Jonathan Owens they look so happy I love this for them beautiful 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 all right Delora it's time to get into these hot hot topics the first one we're a little bit late on I feel like it's died down just a little bit, but when it was hot, it was piping. And we talked about this a little bit over brunch. Lord. Let's go. Let's go. Miss Ebony K. Williams, baby. Yet another one I'm assuming you guys have heard a bit about because Ebony has gotten into hot water over her comments that she made during an interview with Ianla Van Zant about whether or not she would date a bus driver. I did not listen to the interview in full. I just heard the infamous, the now infamous soundbite where she basically says that she would not date the bus driver unless he owned the bus. Yes. That then trickled down into her having to have a secondary response because she received a lot of hate and backlash on these internets from people. And then that also spiraled into an interview on The Breakfast Club that got a little contentious between her and DJ Envy. Yep. So essentially, I feel like the arguments against Ebony at this point are that she is downing and trashing blue collar workers and the support for her is yes to black movement, forward movement in terms of ownership, in terms of um, wealth, in terms of legacy and all this and that. Delora, we've talked a bit about this. I know where you stand, but let's talk about this for the peoples what do you think about this controversy with ebony well if this isn't a loaded question um (laughs) this conversation is really interesting i think a lot of the hoopla is around who she is you have to remember she wrote a whole book talking about pretty privilege she's a former fox news contributor and a former house Real Housewife of New York. So I feel like people's opinion of her is pretty solidified. You know what I mean? On whether or not they like her or not. I'll say that first. She's also an accomplished woman. Um, She's a lawyer and she's made a lot of money. She's quote unquote self-made. And I think she has the right to want to be with somebody Who owns things? I I don't see the problem with that. And I don't consider her to be a gold digger for that reason either. Now, well, I don't think you're a gold digger if you're bringing a lot to the table as well, right? Exactly. Now, I think people also discredit her because she, her former fiance is a white man, but I don't, 
in her initial position of wanting to be with someone who owned the bus and not drive the bus, I think she's within her rights having a preference. And it has nothing to do with the person driving the bus not being a good person or anything like that. But as a woman who appreciates levels of ambition, it is easy to make the assumption that someone who's driving the bus solely may not have the same type of ambition that you may have. And therefore you don't want to align yourself up with that. We've had this conversation before that black women are highly educated. Some of the most highly educated people in, in the country demographic period. Right. What's wrong with one, somebody who is on the same level, if not higher. Now there's plenty of white collared women who are married to blue collar men that happens quite often, but there's nothing wrong wanting somebody on the same footing when it comes to education and income. That's my personal opinion. We definitely agree on the point of she's entitled to her preference. We talked about this at brunch, you know, people have all sorts of preferences when it comes to their partners and dating, whether that's religious based, whether that's political based, whether that's physical appearance based, whether that is income and education based, absolutely entitled to her opinion. We talked about the fact that they talked about this on higher learning. And I agree with Rachel that I feel like her, she has had to debate and battle against her opinion so much that it's devolved probably into something she may not have wanted it to be i personally don't have any issues with ebony but i think where she lost me and i think where she lost most people is the idea that you somehow feel like you are above or better than somebody else and you start talking down about people because it's the same for me as the fact that i don't have an issue with men who say they don't want to date black women but what you're not going to do is they're then shit on black women period you are absolutely entitled to your feelings and your preferences but what you're not going to do especially sit up in my face and do yep is talk shit about black women as a consequence so i think that's where it becomes a slippery slope for ebony and i think that's where she lost her footing ma'am you are absolutely entitled to date you a man who makes seven figures and above has a high education level all these things but where you don't what I think you don't need to do is try to tell black people who we are what we deserve what our education should be and that if you are below that you are somehow less than anybody let alone you and that's just use the word mediocre she used the word mediocre several times and that's just that on that for me (laughs) so wishing Ebony all the best Hope that she finds what it is that she's looking for. And I heard people say, and even in this article from Essence or Bossup, or I think this is Bossup that I'm reading for Ebony's uh, situation, that in the full interview, she did agree quite a bit with Yanla about the situation, right? So again, I think she got lost in the sauce of having to defend, 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 be on the defensive. Mm -hmm. And then the original point you were making gets lost because then you went down a different path. So God bless. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, those, again, I guess I'm just reminded of the Dr. King quote, you know, if you, the janitor, be the best janitor there's ever been, you know what I mean? If you, the bus driver, be the best, best driver you've, that there ever was. If you are a lawyer, 
be the best. Do your best. Absolutely. That's the thing. Don't shit on or try to tell anybody else what is right for them, what is right for their life, what they should be striving for, what is is or isn't good enough. That's not your decision to make. Again, feel how you want to feel. That's not your decision, ma'am. So exactly. All right, Delora, our final topic for the day. And I hate this. I hate this. Bothered me so much when it came up over the weekend. This alleged Usher Chris Brown fight, man. Usher threw a birthday party for Chris Brown at the skating rink because we know Usher has been skating his ass off. Aspiration. Like, he's so smooth with it. He has renewed my love for skating. Let me tell you, I want my own skates again. That's how much he's renewed it. I don't <laughs> want to just go to the skating rink, Laura. I want to own my own skates again like I did when I was a kid. Yes. <laughs> and I need to learn how to skate backwards beautifully. But anyway. Exactly. Usher, we've heard Usher sing Chris Brown's praises over the years. Usher recently said that if they decide to do anything similar to a versus, I mean, it would be unbelievable. It would be, you know, history making. And that's facts. They are fantastic entertainers. Usher would win, but okay. And see, (laughs) that had always been debatable for me. But this situation, I can't say that it takes away from Chris Brown's talent, but it disappoints me so much just as a human being because Usher threw this party for this man. Apparently, Chris Brown got into it with Tiana Taylor because he felt some type of way about her backing out of that AMA's performance that got canceled previously. These are these are the rumors, guys. None of this is confirmed by any of these parties as of yet. And apparently Usher tried to defuse it. Chris Brown and his crew went to his tour bus. Allegedly, there was an altercation. Usher got jumped. Supposedly was bleeding from his nose, something like that. The next night was the Lovers and Friends. They both performed. Seemed like everything was Gucci. Tiana was even dancing to their music. Dancing to the music. Vibing out. Vibing out. So nobody can say whether or not this seemingly actually occurred as of yet. But again, when I heard about it, I literally texted one of my friends. I said, me and Chris are done. Like, if you put your hands on Usher, we're done. I've given you a lot of grace over the years. (laughs) Hoping that you were not... This person that it seems like you've been portrayed as, but I'm tired. I'm good and tired. Delora, what were your thoughts about this alleged incident and fight? What the hell happened? Seriously, you got all the bloggers, B. Scott, Hollywood Unlocked, TMZ, altercations, Chris Brown yelling at Tiana, Usher trying to... Stop the fight. Usher's son putting up random things in his stories, anime pictures to represent what happened. And then Usher comes out, lovers and friends, flawless, untouched, mm-hmm. dancing. Him and um, Ari Lennox with the pressure. <laughs> Did you see that? That cocoa butter baby, Ari Lennox. How, oh, the skin. The skin and the body. Yes, sis. I was like, first of all, you can barely move unless you wanted to flash the entire audience. But she was looking amazing. I don't know what happened, Ashley. Are they are they playing in our faces? Like, I feel like something did happen, but obviously not as dramatic as what was originally reported. Because there's no way Tiana Taylor's 
videotaping herself dancing to Chris Brown and Usher acting like nothing happened. Now they are professionals, but them playing it up for the cameras means I don't know what the expectations were. I know it wasn't to get people out to this festival because I'm imagining tickets were already sold, right? For sure. I don't think it was for the hype up. I think if something happened, which I do think something happened, it's an agreement of what happened in-house stays in-house. Whatever fighting no down, feelings. that's between this circle of friends, family, whatever they want to consider themselves. And okay, if that's the way I want to do it. Because you know what I was thinking too, is I was like, if Chris Brown got on Tiana's face, I bet you wouldn't do that if your mom was there. But you wouldn't have done that if her husband was there. You know me. I, when it comes to Chris Brown, nothing shocks me in that in that way. Um, I think he's very much capable of showing his ass because he's done it multiple times before. But, you know, I just hope it's not a situation where, you know, the boy cried woof. I mean, Jason Lee said the queen was dead. What six months before she actually yeah, went that was ridiculous. Glory. That was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> that was the worst rumor of all time. You have Buckingham Palace. You mean to tell me Jason Lee of all people got the scoop on Buckingham Palace? Exactly. That he circumvented every channel, every major outlet, even within that country. <laughs> we're we're talking overseas over the pond ashley scooped the bbc baby scooped them <laughs> they are the most vulture praised paparazzi nation for the most part but y'all scooped them okay yeah he had egg he had egg for that but delora the reason why i said before i was gonna be done with chris is because usher is so unproblematic for me Usher yeah. is R&B royalty and mm -hmm. my love for him has been renewed like I said with the skating videos with his Vegas residency yes he's never spoken go, by the way. I want to go but the tickets are crazy the tickets I believe it. are crazy okay and I'm and B. exactly we're already both paying an arm <laughs> and a leg for Beyonce this year have I looked? I've looked at Usher's tickets twice. I would love to go. But Usher is, you know, it's just, he's, don't touch Usher. That's the moral of the story for me. You touch Usher, we Easy. got problems. Not Especially to say that I have a problem when he touched your Rihanna. Party. Not to say no, I have a no. problem when he touched Rihanna. Let me clarify this, guys. Yeah. But I had thought that he had become, tried to become someone else in these subsequent years, despite the media. And some of the other information has come out continually about violent behavior. Yeah. But this, you know, you got it. You got it. Mm -mm. Nope. Ashley, confessions went diamond. Yeah, baby. That's why I, I always say Usher is going to win. I mean, diamond. And I get that because Usher has a classic album, at least one classic album. I think my thing always between Chris Brown and Usher was Chris Brown has um the entertainment 
value that is undeniable in certain ways. Not that Usher does not, because Usher absolutely does. But like when Chris Brown hits the stage, sometimes I'd be like, you weren't born to do anything else. Like your body was meant to move. You were meant to have this platform in this way because you're. it's just like undeniable. But Usher has the hits, hits. Chris's music, like putting out albums with 30, 40 tracks. I'm like, I can't even make it through half of this album. Right. So he's lost me over the years. <laughs> he's lost me. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Any day. And I used to think it was because he thought he wasn't going to make it much longer because of the drugs and everything else. It seemed like he had going on. But that's a whole other conversation. Could have been an, a still a corporate in all these rumors, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole nother conversation, guys. I don't want to take us down a whole Chris Brown rabbit hole. But let me just say, if this had happened, I would have been if this has happened. I would be severely disappointed. So that's where we'll leave it for today. Delora, that's it for today's headlines and hot topics, girl. What are we recapping for the people for next week? All right, Ashley, we are recapping a movie that came out last year with two titans in Hollywood starring Julia Roberts and George Clooney. We are going to take a ticket to paradise. All right. You know, this is when people were movie stars, people. And had real chemistry. My mom noted that she's been in more movies with George now than she has with her most classic leading man, Richard Gere. And I was like, yep, because of the oceans. Yeah, she has. Huh. I love it either way. So. All right, guys, we'll see you back then. So in the meantime, be blessed. Bye!